Hello, everybody, again, and welcome to another episode of Legal Hand of Face. I believe this is episode eight. Yep. Oh, man, I can't believe we're doing this, Brian. This is so fun. <laughs> so uh, so today is our, going to be our 4th of July special. Uh, we're going to get into some cookout foods. We're going to get into a whole bunch of stuff. But first off, we got to do our shout-outs like we always do. Uh, the Normal Suspects, Joe Bear, uh, Big Man, Papa V, all the boys at the CC, you know, all of our friends for sharing. Thank you so much. Um, also got to give a special shout out because uh, when this airs, it'll be my wife's birthday. She is a 4 July baby. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, baby, I love you. I hope you have a happy, happy birthday. And uh, let's see here. What other shout out? Oh, uh, one more shout out to uh, Big Boy Phillips, who possibly could be calling in right in the middle of the show. So this is going to be our, uh, one of our fan faves. He's been one of our (laughs) friends forever and I was going to surprise Brian with this. So he might call in today and give his little take on the meat to bread ratio. So we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right. But I did give Brian a cons chip today and Mm -hmm. I got to get a little rebuttal. How was the cons chip today? It was everything you claim it to be. Delicious, right? I mean, it was great. It was simple, crunchy, delicious yeah perfect 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 <laughs> uh also i am drinking right now some knob creek smoked maple whiskey and it is phenomenal big bride yeah oh man yeah, i had some yeah look man this is good Smoke stuff it, hands down right now out of all the whiskeys i've drank throughout the show this is probably the top one right now really I, it, i'm keeping it up Aaron. it's top shelf have it's you good had stuff. knob creek before? i've had knob creek before but it not, was, the maple. not the maple not the okay. maple so this is new experience yeah, for Yeah, I liked it too. I mean, it, it, right when you first get it, it's a little sweet, but it's not too overpowering with maple. And it, it was delightful. So uh, we're going to uh, give our Facebook out, our Illegal Ham to the Face Facebook page, mm-hmm. our Illegal Ham to the Face Twitter account, our Illegal Ham to the Face at gmail.com. And you can hit me up on Twitter. I am that fat guy. Um, get a hold of us. Tell us what you guys want us to talk about. We love having interactions with fans. You know, not even fans, friends, whatever you guys want to talk to us about. Bring it. You know, bring it. We'll talk about it, even if it's about Michigan being god awful, horrible. But uh, that's okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. So we're going to get a trivia question, and you probably hear my dog in the background. <laughs> Princess is getting excited. Go blue. <laughs> so. <laughs> Right now, my trivia question is for Big Bri. Mm-hmm. Big Bri, you ready? Yeah. Yeah, all right, big fella. In the year 1997, the okay. Michigan Wolverines co-championship. Championship. Co-championship. Yep, championship. Okay. Who led the Michigan Wolverines in receiving yards for the year? Well, yeah, think about it. Okay. You, Hey, you got me with Eddie George. Yeah. I come back with a different bat. Okay, a couple guys running in my head. Talk through it later. We'll talk about it later. So first we're going to get on a wonderful tangent about our New England freaking Patriots. News broke out that they signed Cam Newton to a one-year deal. Yeah. How do the Patriots get so lucky? I don't know. Now, I did hear on the way home today Mm -hmm. that 
There's only one other team besides the Patriots that made a phone call to Cam Newton. Can you guess who that team was? One team. Let's see. Do they have a starting quarterback or wouldn't? Yes, they do. They have a starting quarterback, so probably no backup. Boy, I don't know. It's, it, maybe the Steelers because they have no backup? Per Adam Schefter, your Cleveland Browns. Really? Called Cam Newton. Now, nothing came out of it, probably because they were working on Case Keenum, but there was a phone call. Oh, so it didn't say when this happened. It didn't say when it happened, okay. but there was a phone call right. to Cam Newton from your Cleveland Browns. Wow. Yeah, because so I, I was, dropped that on you. You okay. didn't know no, that happened. No, I hadn't heard that. And I was thinking, actually, just today that Case Keenum might be the underrated signing of the year for the Browns. Because he could be. Everything that he brings with his experience in this offense and the fact that he can actually come in and win games. Oh, yeah. At the drop of a hat, we hope. Yeah, Because, you know, he was with with Minnesota a couple years ago, and Stefanski was not the offensive coordinator at the time, but he still has experience with him. I can't remember. Was Stefanski the quarterback's coach before he was offensive coordinator, or... I'm not sure. I'm sure I'm not, he I'm has sure. some sort of relationship. Hey, with he, he went through, what, four regimes there, or three? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he's got to be smart enough to play the game, right? Yeah, but, you know, with the whole COVID thing going on, you have a backup quarterback that can come in, win games for you, knows the system, not expecting to be a starter, and he can help Baker along. So, to me, he's a perfect backup. I would love to have Cam Newton just to push Baker maybe a little more, and if he does – if the Browns, how would you feel if the Browns signed Cam Newton? Oh my God, I, I would. At that point in time, it I think it would be messy. It, it would be really messy because Cam Newton, in my mind, is still an MVP. Cam Newton is an athletic freak, right? And yes, he's had multiple injuries and things of that nature. But if you sign Cam Newton to your team, you gotta. <sighs> it would be kind of a mixed message on. Are you all in on Baker, or are you kind of heading your bet just in case Baker does stumble out of the gates? Now you have a guy who's proven, who has done it, who has gone to the playoffs, who's gone far in the playoffs. And it would have been nice to have him just because it would give you more options, more ways to get to the playoffs. Because I guarantee if Cam Newton is the Browns quarterback this year, you for sure will have games that matter in December, which we can't say that about last year. So. Just the fact that getting that veteran presence in, now I know it was a pipe dream, and we're probably better off not having signed him, but you know the fact that they kicked the tires on him a little bit, it lets you know that they're not 100% sold on Baker, in my opinion. Yeah, and with Case Keenum, yeah, it gives you a good backup, but you don't have the battle that, I mean, it's, it would be, if Cam Newton came in here, it was going to be a battle. Yeah. There's no if, ands, right. or buts about it. With Case Keenum, Case Keenum knows where he's at. Clear he cut knows starter, clear-cut backup, yes. and there's no question about it. And so the fact that they went with Case, I'm totally fine with it. Oh, yeah. Of course, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with it, too. Yeah. But, I mean, just think about it. Like, Cam Newton, MVP. Like, yeah. if he's healthy, man, oh, man. How do the Patriots luck into this? Uh, it's the Patriots. <laughs> what What are your feelings? I know I'm maybe a little biased because of the Brady ties to Michigan and my ties to Michigan. Um, 
Well, Maybe yeah. I'm a little biased. And no, of I don't course hate, you're biased. Well, I don't hate the Patriots like a lot it's, of it's people not do. That, hey, you hate the I, How do you feel about the Patriots? I understand if hey, you want to make it's the not, argument. It's not the Patriots. It's Tom Brady I hate. Let's really? be honest here. Because really? if Drew Bledsoe would never got hurt, we've already went over this. If Drew Bledsoe would have never got hurt, you think Tom Brady would have taken over? Yeah. Who knows? Exactly. Who Nobody knows. knows. Who knows? It's but I do, I do love that cartoon, by the way. And I've showed you, too. <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can find that on YouTube. If you search, what if Drew Bledsoe never got hurt, oh, you will yeah. laugh. Right. Your ass off. <laughs> I'm just thinking, as a Browns fan, and I'm taking my Michigan ties out of this, as a Browns fan, I'm grateful that the Patriots had a dynasty when they did. Because if they didn't, who knows how many championships Pittsburgh okay. would have won, or the Ravens would have won. How many times did Tom Brady beat down the Steelers? Okay. Because okay. they're I, dumb I, enough to play zone coverage every single time. Big Brad, big Brad, big Brad. I hear what you're saying. But think about this. Bill Belichick was our head coach. Yeah. Okay? If that's the Hold on. you want to He go. was our head coach. And now he's head coach for the Patriots, and everything is just magic over there. We had our team taken away from us. Yeah. Okay? But and we've been in shambles ever since. Belichick had nothing to do with it. I understand that. Belichick had nothing to do with it, but he was our coach. Yeah. Okay? Like, it, it's just... And that I understand that argument. I also understand the argument that Boston is a spoiled... Fan base. Oh, yeah. And they win everything, and we hate Hold the Chouds. Now, you can't say they win everything because for the longest time, the Red Sox sucked. Mm hmm. Okay. But the last but then, 20 years, yeah. they have a parade. Oh, every exactly. Other year. It, and well, so, it's, if that's your argument I, to why you hate the Patriots, Tito. That's all I got to say is yeah. Tito. Right. So, if, if you hate the Patriots because of that, I understand that. But, like I said, I'm thankful that they did what they did. At the time that they did it, because Roethlisberger could have three or four, Flacco could have two or three, if uh, if Brady Flacco. wasn't there to stop him. Ugh. Every time you say Flacco, I think of Falco on the replacements. Shane Falco. What steps Falco? What team is he with now? Who? Flacco. He's not with any team, is he? I think he's with the Jets. I don't know for sure. I, if he is, he's, he's a backup. Right, he's a backup. I mean, so. hold on, I got a burp. I apologize. <laughs> that whiskey's sitting great. Maple burp. Oh, maple burp. So, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it probably doesn't affect the Browns a whole lot that they got Cam Newton. But, you know, we'll see. Who knows what the Patriots are trying to do this year because they're kind of sending all sorts of mixed signals. Are they going for it? Are they going to try to get quarterback of the future? I don't know. I think they're kind of just floating around. They have a defense that can go take them far, but they don't have a whole lot on the offensive side. Hey, guess what, buddy? Look who is calling on the Fat Guy Hotline. All right. Oh, what we got? let's see here. Phillips, are you there? Hello. All right, you got to speak up a little bit, bud. Is that that fat guy? Yeah. It is that fat guy. Welcome, buddy. Hi, how's it going? Hey, Brian. Hey, bud. What's up? Not too much. Taking a break from work. Talking to my favorite guy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, bud. Thank you. I hear you got a take on some uh, meat-to-bread ratio uh, discussions we had last week. <laughs> well, I caught that uh, that episode this morning. Are you with me, or are you with that fat guy? I am with both of you wow. in different ways. Does your uh, butt I'm hurt from sitting on the fence? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm with Jared on uh, most of it. Okay. And I'm with Bry on one particular sandwich. What's that? 
that the the corned beef you can overdo it with the meat. Right. Yeah. 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 I hear you. When when it comes to normal deli meat, the more the merrier. Yeah, <laughs> that a boy. Don't care about the bread, but on a Reuben, you can overdo it with the corned beef. I hear you. Absolutely. And he was giving me crap for uh, saying that I might not like the panini sandwich because it had too much going on, but it's french fries, it's coleslaw, it's delicious. It's got more than just a pound of meat on it. That one has the texture breakup. Right. And you, you understand. Dog, you get, get the french fries and the coleslaw, and that is just enough texture change to be okay. Mm-hmm. The greatest thing Pittsburgh ever gave Cleveland. <laughs> and Panini's is different from Fermenti, brothers. Okay. Oh, yeah, I've totally never different. set foot in that godforsaken city. You've so never had Fermenti, no, brothers? Ne- I got, no, never hey, will. No, no, no. There's one in West Virginia. You don't even have to go to Pennsylvania. You're good. Uh, I'll just take you. Knowing one. that I support a Pittsburgh deli. Yeah, you're all right. Stop it. Stop it with that. So, uh, Phillips, what are you doing today? Uh, just working. Just Doing a lot of driving around, um, looking at trees. You know, you know, we miss your beautiful ass, right? I know you do. I, I miss you guys too. Uh, I miss the golf course. <laughs> well, you know, it's still there, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good thing. I, I'm going to try and play it once this year on a Monday. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. All right. Will you? Uh, will you apologize to your brother for me? I accidentally called him yesterday at eight in the morning. He was probably hungover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, know. that's right. I don't know if uh, he mentioned anything, but yeah, I'm sure he was surprised to see a phone call from me. It was Kyle's birthday, right? Uh, his birthday is in July. I th- why almost. did he have almost? I'm close. <laughs> I'm close. Hush up over there, big fella. Well, Phillips, I cannot thank you enough for calling in to us. Yeah, come on over. We'll have some, uh, Jared's doing some Knob Creek today. So yeah, I got Knob Creek smoked maple. Polish her off. Oh, it's delicious, buddy. Sounds good. I got one thing to drop for you guys before. Oh, you're, you're killing us. An idea for a debate. What do you got? What do you got? Uh, your guys, each of your best tailgating stories. Oh. <laughs> do you ask this because you know what mine is? <laughs> I know what mine is. <laughs> oh, man. I. <laughs> All right, all right. Per request, we'll do we'll do it real quick. All right. All right. How about we'll do it next episode? All, all right. right. Yep. Marking it down. Marking it down. Thanks, Phillips. Happy America Day coming up. Yeah, yeah. Happy America. Yeah. Good work. I'm enjoying the show. Thank you. Spread the word for us. We love you, buddy. Thanks, bud. Love you guys. Have yeah. a good one. All right. See you, bro. That was Phillips on the uh, Fat Guy Hotline. <laughs> he is a dear close friend of ours, and uh, I'm glad he called in and gave us some shit about what we talked about here. <laughs> Break it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we got right down for next week. We got to talk it. about our pet. You got it down? Next tailgate story. Next tailgate yeah. story. I got uh, a few, but I'm pretty sure I know the one he's talking about. <laughs> I, I think I know which one he's talking about, too. <laughs> We're not getting into it until next week, though. Nah. Spoiler alert. Somebody is Godzilla. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> All right. So, uh, now that we're going to transition here a little bit, we're actually going to talk some baseball, big fella. Yeah. 
Are you excited about it? Baseball's back, baby. Um, kind of. Kind of? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm a bigger baseball fan than Bri is, but Bri loves his Cleveland Indians. Sure, absolutely. Okay. So we're going to have this 60-game season coming up. Yeah. So what do you what do you think about this season? Now, hold on. The only reason I ask is because everybody's talking about is there going to be an asterisk next to it if yeah. you win the World Series. Right. Which, if everything holds true, everybody's got a shot. I mean, it's 60 games. It's a race to the finish. Right. Which, that's what I'm so excited about because this is going to be like playoff baseball the whole season. Mm-hmm. You know, because we watch like April, May, June, and we're like, ah, eh, we don't care. But once it gets into August and September, you know people are racing for the finish. Yeah. That's exactly what we're going to Every, have. Everybody's in it. And, you know, we have 60 games as opposed to 162. So, yeah, basically like a third of the season. And so, by my calculations, that basically means each game is equivalent to what a normal series would be. Yeah. And so, one game that can. You know, teeter on whether you make the playoffs, whether you don't. It's just, it's crazy to me. And also now they're trying to implement these new rules, and it's a little confusing. No, no, no. no. You know what's awesome about the new rules? What? The sacrifice bunt is going to come back, buddy. Everybody hates the bunt. And if you get into extra innings and that runner's on second, somebody's laying down a bunt, and I can't wait. Well, and I I, I don't mind that rule. I kind of like it because it, as an element of strategy. Well, yeah, because guess what? You get a base hit, you're scoring a run. Yeah, and also it benefits the team that goes second. Yeah. And so, you know, if if you hold that first team from scoring, that you're right. You sacrifice, bunt them over, and then you hit a fly ball, and then game's over. Well, depending on what inning you're in. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> if, where you're at, no. If, over you're, if, you're, if you're hitting second and you have that runner, now does it adjust? As the innings go on, or is it just every single inning? Every single inning until so okay, so somebody like, wins. It's not like in the 19th inning you put two runners on. Yeah, or something I don't like think that. we're ever going to get to a 19th inning again. If really? They keep it. I think they'll keep this rule in because it'll speed up the game mm-hmm. and it's less wear and tear on a team. So you like it? I do like it. It's yeah. not too carnival-y? <sighs> no. Didn't they do this in minors? Yeah, like, they've, they've done it in the minors in the yeah. past few years. But the reason why I like it is because it gives both – it's for both teams. It's not just for one team. So both teams got a chance to hit a runner in and win the game. Yeah. So it's not like it's a like gimmicky thing, well, we'll give the home field team. You know. it, mm-hmm. I like the way it's set up because I think after – now, I don't – they're going to do it after the ninth inning, I believe. So yeah. as soon as you yeah. start to pitch. Now, what I, I would like to see is at least get one inning in or maybe two of regular baseball. Before they implement it, like maybe like the the eleventh inning or twelfth inning, okay. add it yeah. just to, just in case, just to give us some wood. I like I like that maybe a little better. So yeah. that way, because you know that's like the college football overtime rule that we talk about. You know they have, you know you score a touchdown, you score a touchdown, you kick yeah. field goal, kick and field goal, you make it a little and easier. One, and once you get past double overtime, it's like you got to go for two points. There's no more field goals. Right. So right. that's kind of like the theory I got going with it. What do you think of that theory? I, I like that theory and. Uh, you know, they also have implemented DH for everybody, everybody, now. which is and so hopefully awesome. that sticks. The only thing that sucks about the DH is I don't get to see Trevor Bauer do 900 different batting stances or just going back to some great Indians pitchers that also hit a little bit. CC Sabathia, remember oh, him hitting? A I, thought, bombs? I, I thought you were talking about Fatolo, Fatolo Cologne. Oh. 
I don't ever remember him hitting. Well, that might have been when he's he was hit with the now. Indians. I know. But when okay, he was with I think the he's Indians, like a pitching leader in home runs. Before they went to interleague play. So I don't know if he ever hit for the Indians, but that's before he put on 40, 50 pounds. Are, are you serious? 40 <laughs> or 50? 100. If you go back and look at the the photos of when he started to when he finished, okay. he should be on this podcast. I'm not going to lie. Bartolo's waist grew about the same size as Barry Bonds' head. His, well, his, his head <laughs> doubled in size, too. <laughs> they had to get a new hat. All right, off topic. So <laughs> get back on. Get back on. All right. We think, so you think there would be an asterisk next to the season if, yeah, I mean, there has if to the be. Indians or anybody else? Because if we say just the Indians then people are going to be a little biased and say, I, oh, no, absolutely not. If they win it, they haven't won it in X amount of years, there's no asterisk. I'm talking just anybody. I so think it's Whoever good. wins this year, do you put an asterisk? Yes, but as a Cleveland fan, do you put an asterisk next to it? I don't put an asterisk next to it regardless of who wins. Because everything's even? If it's the Indians, see, the if bad it's thing is, the Dodgers, if it's the Yankees, the only, the only reason why I put an asterisk next to it is because they're doing this in zones. Okay, so okay. that's the only reason why is because fair. you're playing the Cubs, you're playing, I think Minnesota. You don't play all the well, teams. You're still playing. Your you're division. playing. You're playing your division, but you're not playing. You know the Yankees, the Red Sox, that's the true. Rays. That's you know true. you're not playing these other playoff championship teams. Yeah. And right now it would be just a race to whoever. Okay. So that's that's the only reason why I would put. I can kind listen of, to that. Because you're not playing, you know, the best of the best of the American League. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. I mean, you're playing your division, which you need to win. Mm-hmm. And we've done that. Yeah. But uh, it's still... Uh... The reason I don't is just because, yeah, I understand the regular season's going to be a little different, a little tricked up. But the playoffs are the same still, right? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, the playoffs, so... well, except they have an extra team, right? No, they, no, no, they didn't okay. do that. The playoffs are the same. There's five teams that make it. You have two playoff teams or two wild card teams that play the playing game. And so I would have said maybe if you know six or seven teams went in and that six or seven team ended up winning it all, maybe I'd say there's an asterisk next to that. But the fact that once you get to the playoffs, it's all the same. Yeah. Everybody, and I don't know about you, but I still expect the same teams to get to the playoffs. I'm not saying, you know, there might not be a team that we didn't expect because it's such a short season, but the Yankees are going to be there, the Dodgers are going to be there, the Astros well, see, are going to the, be no, there. No, 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 no. You can't say that because last year, and yeah, because Washington Nationals started right. out at a 19-31 to 31 clip, but and they won the championship. I understand that argument. So if you get cold for, like, this is why every game matters for once. It's not like, oh, we're going to let this one. No, every game matters. And the one thing I like about it is our manager because he knows how to do it. And yeah. Tito, take this team to the promised land with this. Because guess what? It's going to take it's going to take slyness and thinking to get through this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we have probably the best manager for – managing a pitching staff, and I think that's what's going to matter the most exactly. at the well, end I mean, of the look, day, and a bullpen. Yeah, look what he did in 2016. Yeah. Oh. I mean, who who would have thought that the Indians would have got that far? Mm-hmm. I mean, he would pitch his starters for like, eh, four, maybe five innings, and here comes Andrew Miller for two two shutdown innings, and then next thing you know, we're already closing out the game. Yeah. 
And it was well, like Miller and um, Cody, Cody Allen. Allen. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, the, the, once you get to the seventh inning, MVPs. Forget about it. And they were just studs. And I wish the Indians uh, had the the new acquisition. Who was the guy that got suspended for uh, Plasse? Plasse. Plasse. No, I think no, it's not Plasse. Uh, he was a reliever that we just got that throws like a hundred miles an hour. And anyway. he got suspended for uh, PEDs. Right. Right. But the good thing is, is it was supposed to be an eight-game suspension. They're just suspended this season. Okay. So we get it next year. So that'll be nice. But their pitch, Indians pitching staff, I'd put them up against anybody. Well, the good thing is, is they're so solid all the way around. Right. That they can they throw, don't have that stud. They don't have that stud, but they can throw out two starters right out of the gate. They can throw out Clevenger for three innings, throw out Cookie for the next three innings, and then get in their bullpen. Yeah. This is what's going to be fun about baseball is this dynamic right here, how you're going to adjust things. Because you still have, right now, because they put in the rule that if you make a pitching change, that pitcher's got to face three batters. Okay. Oh, really? The relief pitcher, yes. Okay. At least for, I think. I like that. So, it's not a whole Speed bunch of different... game up a little bit. Yes, but it's not a whole bunch of pitching changes. Mm-hmm. So, you got to think more on the lines of, I mean, they they might do what Tampa Bay did with the opener and just start a closer right out of the gate, let them pitch two innings, and then do two, 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 however yeah. many it takes. Because guess what? Because you're, right. you you're looking at different pitches, different styles, different arms, mm-hmm. and batter's not going to get comfortable. I I mean it. It's going to be yeah. It's going to be fun. I I'm excited just to have sports back, but I'm mm-hmm. really excited to see what this baseball season is going to bring. Let's hope. And let's hope. That's all we can do is hope at this point. Thank God they figured something out because, you know, to go an, an entire year without baseball would be tough for a lot well, of diehards. I, well, that I, th- I think they could have done this a long time ago. I think both parties drug their feet, mm-hmm. and they need this season to happen because guess what? If this season didn't happen, I don't know who all is coming back to baseball are to you, watch it. Are you more excited about a 60-game season as opposed to a 160-game season? I, I, am, pers- I am personally because okay. – for once, every game matters. Where's the sweet spot? Now, obviously, they're not going to do a 60-game season every year. Yeah. No, no, no. But 162, like, we probably both agree, let's, too let's, long. Let's, let's knock it down to, let's say, let's race to 100. Let's just say 100, 100 games. 100 games? 100 games. I like that. I was and, then thinking, that, and that gets you, you don't have to, you don't have this bullshit weather pattern that we have here yeah. where you can actually start the game on Memorial Day, mm-hmm. and that would be the kickoff to the summer is baseball. Memorial Day, baseball. That's your opening day of Memorial Day, and then take it all the way into Labor Day, and then boom. Right. That's what they have. Right. That's what they should I think do. That's, that's a good idea. Because think... how many games have we been to that we've watched the snow in Cleveland? Going, well, they're not going to have the game today. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look out the window, and it's forty degrees and chance of snow. And you're like, how the heck are they ever going to play baseball? Yeah, because I I really do believe <laughs> that you know yes, most of the other parts of the country are all excited about opening day. Mm-hmm. If it was on Memorial Day or Memorial Weekend was opening day for baseball for us here, yeah. it would be amazing. You know how much money that Cleveland would make on a Memorial Day weekend of opening <laughs> baseball? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's packed every opening day to begin with. Right. But this would be even better because mm-hmm. people would spend the whole weekend downtown. Me, being a giant football fan, they need to schedule it around the football season. They need to be done with baseball by the start of September, in my opinion, because you have once you have college football, you have NFL going. People forget about baseball. Yeah, but they they do. But 
the good thing is, is college football and NFL is only once a week. Just, just on but, the weekend. Just but on the you weekend. Get Thursday but, games, you get Monday night games, uh, you I, get uh, I, Tuesday yeah, Mac. Well, we're not getting into Mac action there, Rocket. <laughs> All right, the lower bowl of Michigan. I don't want to hear that either. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> so, but no, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But it, at that so point. So you time, wouldn't like I, them to be done by September. Okay, let's put it this way. After September 5th, that's when you go into your playoffs. Do your playoffs the okay. whole month of September and end it right at the beginning of October. Because that gives you out of the BS. <sighs> so your take is more weather-based. More weather-based than okay. anything else. Yeah. I would agree. I mean, because that way everybody has an even playing field. Because it's no fair for us to go down and play in Florida when it's ninety-five degrees, mm-hmm. and have Florida to come up here and play when it's thirty-six. Because right. this is my big thing about the Big Ten and SEC. Because the SEC thinks they're cream of the crop, and well, yeah, they play in a hundred degree weather all the time. <laughs> Guess what? The big boys up in Big Ten play. They play in twenty degree weather. Deal with it. How did you turn this into an Ohio State argument? I had to. Yeah, we're getting back on it. But you know where I'm coming from. Like the I, weather right. the weather does play Tennessee's yeah, with but baseball. There's still there's still certain elements of the game that it, it's I mean, it not wasn't, like it's easy to play. I know, but it wasn't like weather. it it wasn't like it was like a few years ago that they had to move the game from Cleveland to like Minnesota because they had a roof. Yeah. Because we got snowed out here. Well, we had nine Cleveland's inches of snow. For not having a dome. Or something where You're not supposed to have a dome in baseball. I'm just saying logically. I understand that, but baseball is supposed to be played outside. Like, if it was like a split level. Football is supposed to be played outside. Baseball, they're a bunch of wimps. They should play. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) What was the old adage that uh, our boss always told us? Turn your hat around, you're not a catcher. Or if you want to, if you want to, if you want to. If you don't want to work work in the rain, rain, play for the Yankees. (laughs) 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 All right. So, all right, we're getting off this baseball yeah. right because we're getting way too excited. Well, about so, it. so do you think the Indians have a legitimate shot at making the playoffs? Oh, of course they do. Okay. And did, are they better on, than the Twins? Hold on, depending on if they keep people. Well, from what we I hear, don't think they're getting anything hey, from, from Lindor. For what, from what I hear, they're about to have a firehouse sale because no, oh, I don't believe it. No, 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 no. I've heard it. I've heard it too, but I don't believe it. I, why would you do it right now? Why not? Because guess what. There's no money coming in. You can't have fans in the stands, right? So yeah, why not cut payroll? Why not? Why not cut payroll now? That's why we've talked in the past about does this help the Indians sign Lindor, having this pandemic and having him maybe not wanting to move. It might hurt him because yeah, you have no I, money coming in. You know the Yankees. It what was the matter if they don't have money coming in? They got more money than God. Yeah. The Indians, they need that. It's, it's not like they draw a ton of fans in the first place, but every little bit counts. Yeah, no, 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 I get it. So, I mean, yeah, they have a shot. It's going to be them and the Twins, maybe the White Sox. And I, I think they're actually a better playoff team than they will be a wide receiver or a uh, regular receiver team. <laughs> By the way, I just screwed him up because we're changing yeah, we're plans gonna... right now. Okay, so, uh, go for it. So... <laughs> We're getting into now, it's 4th of July weekend, all right? Yeah. Everybody is barbecuing. They got the grills out. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're getting into some good food, Brad. Yeah. So we are going to switch it over into some good, old-fashioned <laughs> food, all right? So I want to know, what are your favorite foods for a cookout? 
Like, if you're having a 4th of July party at your place, yeah. what is your spread you're putting out? Uh, it's it's probably the same that for a lot of people, and it's for me, it's burgers, it's dogs, and probably some smoked ribs. Oh. And then after that, you just fill in with the sides, you know, baked beans, macaroni salad, uh, deviled eggs, just standard stuff. I mean, things that you should have at every single cookout. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, what I get excited about is what other people bring to your Like, most of my parties, okay. I just tell them to bring the alcohol, and I'll cook everything. Yeah. But sometimes somebody brings something, and it just blows my mind. Do you mind. have a special dish that you cook or that you don't see in many other places? So, now, okay. So, my wife is allergic to shellfish. I so there, shellfish. So, there's only certain things that I can, uh, because I love shrimp and, uh, I see. Uh, you know, that. I At a know. cookout? Oh, yeah. You get really? shrimp cocktail. Okay. Oh, yeah. Put it on ice and just sit there. <laughs> but, like, my favorite thing to cook on the grill is either, like, I love to barbecue chicken quarters. Yeah. Okay? Yep. Love chicken quarters. One, they're cheap. And I got a huge family. Mm-hmm. You know, you can buy a 10-pound bag of chicken quarters. Barbecue chicken quarters? Oh, yeah. You got to. What's, and we'll probably talk more. Oh, I make my own sauce. Oh. Oh, yeah. I don't mess around. I make my own sauce. Really? Oh, yeah. Put a little bourbon in it? Oh, of course I do. Do you? Are you shipping? Yes, I do. Shoot. Do you not make good. your own sauce? No, heck no. How can, what? I got about seven or eight <laughs> bottles Sorry of barbecue that. sauce in my fridge right now. So, <laughs> I go back okay. So, I have I have a base that I start out with, mm-hmm. and it may or may not be a barbecue sauce. And, but then I spice it up a little bit. Okay. Because I... I you trick I, up a barbecue sauce I you tr- already have. But there's there's times that I just do the old-fashioned, the ketchup, the brown sugar, the Worcestershire sauce. Mm-hmm. Onions, you know, I, I trick it up good. <laughs> trick it up good. There's one, there's one I made that was a uh, peach barbecue sauce. Really? Oh, God. Peach. Sweet. Oh, that so good. good. I've had some pe- good peach salsa. Oh, but so Never good. peach barbecue sauce. Oh, adds a whole different flavor, especially if you're smoking. Yeah. And you use the apple wood to yep. smoke it, yep. and you put that peach barbecue sauce on it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you can get some good <laughs> stuff going about that. Yeah. But no, like I, for my family, like you said, we do burgers, dogs. I love to buy, mm-hmm. go to our uh, local establishments here, get some uh, Italian sausage. Okay. Some smoked sausage, throw yep. it on the grill. Uh, we also do a bean ass mac and cheese, which. There's a lot of mac and cheese. Love mac and cheese. Oh, God. You, if you do it right. But see, like, I homemade have... Homemade mac and cheese? Homemade mac and cheese. Okay. We don't, when we cook out, it's not the store-bought we stuff. We, we, we go all out because we don't have parties that often. So mm-hmm. when we do, we're spending, like, $100 on groceries and having some fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds delicious. So, I mean, let's say you're cooking out. Mm-hmm. You're at your smoker or grill. Yep. What's your go-to beer? We talked. I'm a simple man. You're a simple man. And, and as you hear my kids screaming in the background, I apologize. <laughs> this sounds like somebody's fighting downstairs. I'm sorry. Typically, if I'm drinking something outside, it's domestic, it's light, and it's cold. Okay, so you don't do like a specialty drink. Not really. Once like, in a while. So when I go out to dinner or something or go out to a bar or restaurant, I might start with, like, something I've never tried before. Yeah. 
but and have one or two of those, but eventually I end up back at Coors Light, I end up back at Budweiser, Bud Light, whatever. You know, I'm not picky with my beer. So you're not like a summer beer fan? Not really. Um, because you have your summer shandies. Bud Light Lime. Bud Light Lime's Ooh, not bad. Okay. Had, have you had the Bud Light Orange? No, I have not. Not very good. Is it? No. Too much orange. Okay. Too much orange. Okay, I get you. I, I don't you. recommend it. But, um, yeah, something light. As long as it's cold, it's good by me. Uh, other than that, IPAs I try to stay away from. I'll drink them. I'll drink any beer. <laughs> any beer at all. Trust me, I see your face. I do you'll drink any beer. <laughs> um, IPAs, not a huge fan of. Anything that's too heavy. A um, couple things I like. I like Christmas Ale, obviously. Um, being oh, everybody, everybody loves Christmas Ale. It's a little ale. heavier, but most of the heavy which, which Christmas Ale do you like the most? Great Lakes. Do you like Great Lakes? Oh, oh that's, it's the go-to. Oh, really? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Like, I like Great Lakes, but I think, uh, what is it, Thirsty Dog? Thirsty Dog. Thirsty Dogs. That's the... 12 Dogs of Christmas or whatever yep, it is? Yep, I think that's, that's delicious. Rumor has it that is the original recipe for... Great Lakes. Great Lakes. Yeah, yeah I love yeah, Thirsty Dog. Brewmaster or whatever took it to Great Lakes and made it, and now they kind of change it almost every year. Yeah. So, do you do cinnamon sugar around the rim? Oh, of course. You got yeah. to. You yeah. got to. That's what else. That's like, you can get yourself like, in trouble, though. Well, that's like those... you, can't, you can't drink a Corona without wine. <laughs> I mean, it's like one of those things. Like, you can't. Or, what is it? Uh, Blue Moo without orange. Yeah. It, it's just one of those things that you just kind of have. Like, for me, like, I am a summertime guy. Yeah. So, like, when I'm outside, I don't like to feel heavy. Mm-hmm. So, I'll drink, let's see, give me some Arnie Palmer's. Okay. Loves, loves some spiked Arnie Palmer's. Yeah. Twisted teas, I like. Okay. Especially during the summer because you don't feel like you're weighed down by the beer right. or everything else. Right. Um, do a little bit of seltzers. Okay. 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 You might call me. Uh, I, uh, don't judge. Don't judge. I've drank them. I've never bought them though, but okay. they're not terrible. Okay. And then I also like mixed drinks, especially during the summer. I like mixed drinks. Mm. I like a good old rum and coke, especially with lime. Uh, Long Island iced tea would be. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when I go to a cookout or I think of going to a tailgate in the summertime, you know, country concert, something like that, I'm always trying to stick with light beer because they go down like water. Sweat them out quick. And <laughs> if you're if you're doing anything that's like seven, eight percent alcohol, you're gonna have a bad time probably before the show even starts. <laughs> and so I try to stick with hey. the light beers. Hey folks. He has a meat-to-bread ratio, and he has a beer-to-body ratio. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Because I mean, I'm going to be drinking a lot. I'll have 10, 12, 15, something like that. And so I don't want to be completely smashed by having the really heavy stuff, the really hard stuff, not remembering the rest of the night. So I'm going to throw you for a loop right now. Yeah. Are you excited for this? Let's hear it. Okay. If I was coming over to your house mm-hmm. for a barbecue dinner, okay. what would you cook me? You know me well, right? Yep. What would you cook me? I'd smoke some ribs for you. Smoke some ribs. Yep. Three, two, one method. Oh, Oh, absolutely. Rub them up. What would be the sides? Uh, I'm a fan. I'm and actually, I've kind of become more of a fan over the last couple years, even of deviled eggs. Oh, I love deviled eggs. A little bacon in them. Maybe a little jalapeno. Oh, that's what I was going to go with. Maybe the jalapeno and my bacon. My mother-in-law makes some good uh, pepper butter. Oh, phenomenal! Hot pepper butter. Yep. 
like you put it on top of cream cheese and you drip a. Mm-hmm. Oh God, yep. I love hot pepper butter. It mixes that in with. Uh, it's yellow, yellow right? Yep. Oh. It goes in there. Oh. And then sprinkle a little uh, bacon on top of that. I mean, God, forget, you, forget about it. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, potato salad. Um, now hold on, are salad. you a a mustard potato salad guy or are you a just like a regular kind of like? I like a little mustard. I prefer mustard to mayo. So the more yeah. mustard I can get. The better. See now the best the best potato salad I've had is a red skin potato salad with like a ranch. Real? Oh I've yeah, it was that. like a ranch bacon jalapeno red skin potato salad. You made this? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Where'd you get the idea for that? Well, I'm fat. I started mixing <laughs> shit together. I, when I'm you, fat. I dreamt of it. <laughs> no, so so we had a whole bunch of baby red potatoes. Okay. okay so I quartered them up. All right. Cooked them. We're good on time. Okay. Don't worry about time. All right. So we cooked them up. Mm-hmm. And then I got the ranch dip uh, packets. Okay. Poured it in there. Kind of stirred around. A little bit of ranch dressing. A little bit of mayo. Mm-hmm. To kind of soften it up. Mm-hmm. And then added bacon to it. Almost tasted like a uh, sour cream potato. Almost. Right. Potato, oh, bacon, God, so ranch. Good. I mean, how can so you go good. wrong? No, you can't go wrong. No. For sure. Now, what is your... What are your favorite sides when you go to a cookout that you have to get every time? Because, you know, most of the time you get one of these smaller plates and you have to decide, make some business decision. Are we going into the top three sides? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Top three. All right, so we're going to go into we're going into the top three sides right now. Even though even though I cook fried a smokehouse bacon cheeseburger, you oh oh yeah okay with gouda cheese, gouda. Oh, you, you trust me. I'll try it. Trust me. I haven't had gouda, gouda much, but I can't hardly say. Steak fries with nacho cheese, chili, jalapenos, and bacon on top of it. And then they'll take me straight to the hospital and they'll give me... I'll give you mouth to mouth. Don't okay. worry about it. All right. Don't worry about it. Okay. So, okay. So, we're getting our top three sides that we have to have for a cookout, right? Yeah. All right. So, yeah. do you want me to start or do you want to start? You go ahead. All right. So, my number three... And this is growing up where I grew up at. My grandmother made a broccoli salad. Okay. It you is, want broccoli. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> it is broccoli with bacon. Oh, okay. Raisins, walnuts, and like a slaw dressing. I, I don't know what it is about it. Yeah. I just, during the summertime, I get a hanker for it. A little sweet? A little sweet. A little sweet. And it's so good because the broccoli is not completely cooked, all right? It just mm-hmm. soaks up those juices. Mm-hmm. So good. I, I I understand. It's broccoli. I'm fat. Fat guys don't hey, like broccoli. Was, was... But I eat everything. You know I eat everything. <laughs> That's okay. true. I all right. That. So what's your number three? Um, my number three is something that, you know, how as you get older, your taste buds kind of change. And this was something I wouldn't touch when I was younger. But it's going to sound crazy. Um Probably by the time I was 25 or so, I started eating more and more coleslaw. Oh. Uh, especially on a hot day, that cool coleslaw. And I probably prefer something a little sweet because my aunt makes delicious coleslaw. But I'll do something vinegary too. Um, I love so I'm not too picky about I love that. sweet coleslaw. But it's got to be cold. Man. Oh, yeah. It's got to be I'll ice put it cold. On my burger, I'll put it on my dog. It doesn't matter. So now, okay. I got to ask you because my wife is from West Virginia. And they're known for their hot dogs. Mm-hmm. She introduced me to a hot dog with chili and coleslaw. 
On board. Blew my mind. On board. Blew yep. my mind. Yep, sign me up. Blew my mind. There's five of them. Oh, all right. So come back at me with number yep. two. Oh, you want? Um, oh, number yeah. Two? Yeah, okay. why not? Um, talked about how good the deviled eggs are, but they're still they're still working on me. I don't have to have them, but if they're done right, then I do. But most deviled eggs are just kind of whatever. So I'm going to go to a macaroni salad. Nice. And the same thing. It's got to be cold. Got to be cold. Day, now, I have do a you hot do, burger. Do you do the eggs dog. in it? Like the hard-boiled eggs cut up in it? Or? it it's not a deal breaker. I'd okay. probably prefer it not to because we've talked how I'm kind of picky with my eggs. Yeah, I understand. I understand. But, uh, we've got but I'll still eat it. It's no big deal. All right. So uh, my number two, mm-hmm. and this might throw you off for a little bit. Okay. Okay. My grandmother used to make this for me. All mm-hmm. right. I can't get enough of it. Like, during the summertime, I get a craving for it. She made a cucumber salad. Okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not what you think. Okay. Okay, I'm so, listening. so it's like cucumbers, onions, tomatoes, and like an Italian dressing, like a vinegar dressing. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then it just, I don't know what it is about it. I just get to hankered for it. Like, it's it's like the broccoli. Mm-hmm. I understand. But I grew cucumber up. Cucumber salad. But, but see, I grew up, like, Farm fresh vegetables, not like you okay. know store bought vegetables. Yeah. So it cucumbers, onions, white onions, mm-hmm. and then tomatoes, and it's mixed okay. in like a it's Italian, it's a vinaigrette, like apple cider vinegar kind oh, of stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I just I can't. I can't, oh. so two of your top three are broccoli and cucumber. I'm sorry, bud. I can't help it. I don't even know you. I can't, I can't help it. Don't don't judge. I'm, not, just, no, I'm not judging. I'm it's like summertime. Away. It's like, you know, you sit there in summertime, you want a watermelon yep. or a cantaloupe. Yep. That's my summertime thing, bud. Cool. Now, give me your number one. So. Oh, I got to come you, back with you. Yeah, you're going to throw cauliflower out there? Oh, easy. Easy, <laughs> big fella. Brussels sprouts? Easy, big fella. My number <laughs> one, and I make them <laughs> personally, and I love them, mm-hmm. my smokehouse baked beans. It is bacon, jopalenos, because uh-huh. I don't call them jalapenos. Uh-huh. Bacon, jopalenos, five different beans, ground beef, and sausage. Holy cow. There's your heart attack, big fella. What wow. you got now? Wow. That's what I was expecting. Like, That's why I got to eat the other side. Side of meat for one, side of meat for two, and a different <laughs> meat for three. Thank you. You finally gave it to me. All right. <laughs> You want meat? I'm going potatoes. I'm oh, going potato salad. Oh, and it's so, simple, uh, German style, or doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I, just, I, I got my meat. <laughs> I need some potatoes. I wanted to throw cheesy potatoes in there, but you wouldn't let me. You said it's not, it's not uh, cookout it's, food. It's not that it's not cookout food. It's just a little different. I, I'll eat it for anything. It doesn't different. matter to me. So well, I know. I see your face. Give me some potatoes. And I'm happy boy. All right. So uh, let's finish off this trivia question I gave you. Mm-hmm. As soon as I pull it up here because I'm having situations with my phone. Okay. All right. So uh, there it is. And there it receiver. is. Okay. So who led the Wolverines in receiving yards on the year for 1997? 97. 97. All right. Your co-champion. Champions. Co-champions. Uh, University of Michigan. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> first thought, and for the 97 team, the guy that sticks out is obviously Heisman Trophy winner Charles Woodson. 
but he didn't play a ton of offense. Uh, uh, you know, he, he kind of did it all. So I don't think he would have registered enough snaps on offense to be the leading receiver. So don't you look at my phone? No, 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 no. I, I can't. I look at that. Brian's trying to cheat, just like every other Michigan person tried to cheat. Um. So receiver. This was kind of when I was just starting to get into Michigan football. I was probably elementary school, early, uh, early middle school. So I think this guy played after 97, but he was a stud regardless. I'll say David Tyrell. And we have a new sound effect to add to our show. Is that incorrect? Uh, no, it is. High streets. High streets. Yep. High streets led the Michigan Wolverines through the cracks. I remember High Streets. Eighty-eight, uh-huh. I think. Yeah. So uh, he had four hundred seventy-six yards for the whole year. Guess where Charles Wilson was at? Over under three hundred. Over. Under. Under. Two thirty-eight. How many receptions does it say? It doesn't say. Truman was two thirty-eight. Tubman was 437, and Shaw was 284. Mm-hmm. I'll throw a trivia right back at you. You then. can't. You can't. We're at the end of the show. You can save that for next week. No, you'll know it. I mean, who was the only defensive player to ever win the Heisman? Dominican Sue. <laughs> nope. Wrong. Yeah. Beat out Peyton Manning, one of the best quarterbacks ever. Luke. Just saying. I mean, when hey, you're on a championship hey. team. Oh, yeah. The, hold on. Co-champion. And for one, he played offense, defense, and special teams. Probably the most. I'm sorry, I didn't see. I didn't see Peyton Manning playing quarterback for Tennessee. Did you? Is he the most decorated defensive player of all time? Heisman Trophy winner, Super Bowl champion, defensive player of the year, top ten, maybe top five draft pick. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I'm ahead of you. Oh, you want to? End well, this I'm, we're in this episode now. On that note. So, uh, <laughs> got to give our military and our first responders a shout out. Thank you so much for everything you do. Mm-hmm. All right. Big Brian, give them a God bless. God bless you. God bless America. All right. We are uncorked, unloaded, and we are out. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you.